Okay, we see after the Shmaya, we're at the bottom of the Daft Let's go back there. We'll finish the parak today. Um, the Gemara says as follows: Amarav Yitzchak Bar Shmuel Bar Narta Gadol Talmud Torah Return to keep it out the aim. So we said this yesterday that the uh, the statement is that Talmud Torah is more significant, more important to keep it out the aim. How do we know that? So today we we'll do a bunch of math about the life of Yaakov Avinu. Shakolotan Shanim Shaya Yaakov Avinu Beveid Ever Lo Neanash. Here's the premise that the whole time that Yaakov Avinu spent time in the Beit Midrash of Shem Ever, here it says just Ever, he was not punished for basically abandoning his father. Okay, Da'amamar, it was stated. Here we go, top of your time. Lama Nimnushno Tavshi Yishmael. Why did the Torah list the years of Yishmael? Kedeli Aches Behem Shno Tavshi Yaakov. The premise here is it's order, in order to get the lineage, the proper timing of Yaakov in his life. Tichti, as it says, Ve'ela Shte Chaye Yishmael, Me'at Shno Shoshim Shno Vashav Shanim. Yishmael lived 137 years. That's how old he was when he died. How much older was Yishmael than Yitzchak? Our base starts in. He was 40 years old. How do we know that? As it says, Avram was 86 years old when Hagar gave birth to Yishmael. Um, Avram, sorry. And Avram was 100 years old when Yitzhak was born. Okay, 100 minus 86, 14. Great. And it's written. Okay, Yitzhak was 60 years old when Esav and Yaakov were born. So the Gemara just lays it all out. How old was Yishmael, therefore, when Yaakov was born? He was obviously 74, right? 60 plus 74. How much is left of his life? 63, right? 74 plus 63 would be 137. Yaakov, when he got the blessing from his father, was 63 years old, according to the Brayta. Wild, how old he was. You think we always think of it as like kids, but like he's 63 according to this. Uboba Perek made Yishmael, and exactly that time, that is when Yishmael died. Okay? Meaning, we just, we just, meaning the point is, we just said that there was 63, that Yishmael was 63 years old, uh, sorry, was 74 years old when Yaakov was born. He is 63 years of his life. That means that 63 years later, if that's when Yaakov was getting the bracha, Yishmael dies. How do we know that? You see, by Yari Esav saw that his father blessed uh, Yaakov. He went to Yishmael. He married the daughter of Yishmael Machlat, who's also the sister of Nivayot. Once I know she's the daughter of Yishmael, don't I know she's the sister of Nivayot? Nivayot's also the daughter of Yishmael. Okay, but telling us is uh, that uh, Yishmael was Mekadeshar, he betrothed her off to uh, Esav, but then he died, and Nivayot is the one, the sister is the one who, mar- who actually married her off, ultimately. And that tells us uh, why uh, Nivayot is mentioned in the Pasa, because she's instrumental in the marriage of Esav and uh, Mochlat. Okay. If that's the case, that Yaakov was 63 at that point. So then what we're saying now is we understand this idea that if we got the idea that Esav was, uh, excuse me, that Ishmael dies when uh, Esav marries Mochlat, that tells us that Yaakov was 63 years old 
when uh, he gets the bracha. Once we know that, Shitin v'tlat v'arbesar adim v'telad Yosef. There's going to be 14 years until Yosef is born. So do the math. 63 plus 14. Hashivim v'shiva. It should be that Yaakov is 77 years old when Yaakov is born. Okay? So far. Uchtiv. And it's, and it's written. Yosef ben shloshim shana v'am dalifnei paro. Yosef is 30 years old when he stands before Paro, HaMeyavasheva. So that's, take the 77 years old that Yaakov is. So when Yosef goes before Paro, he's, now Yaakov is 107. Shav Deshiva Vitarti Dekavna. Now you have the, the Sova, excuse me, Vitarti Dekavna. You have the seven years of plenty, the two years of famine before Yaakov comes down. That's nine more years. HaMeyavasheitzar. So Yaakov should be at that point 116 years old. Uchtiv, and it's written as follows. How old are you? Yaakov is I'm 130 years old. Well, it doesn't make sense. He really should be 116, not 130. What we learn is that 14 years that he was in Beit Eber are not calculated. Basically, it was like, it's like dead time. Meaning all our calculations about understanding how old everyone is, that's assuming that Yaakov went straight from the house of his father to uh, Lavan. But there's 14 missing years. It must be that he was hanging out in the Beit Midrash of Beit Eber. Did Tanya, Haya Yaakov Beit Eber, Mutman Arbaas Reishana. Yaakov was hidden away in the house of Eber 14 years. Eber made Laachar Sherad Yaakov Vinu Laram Naraim. Eber died after Yaakov goes down to Ram Naraim. Stay Shanim Yatzamisham. It took him two years to get down there. Turns out he was 77 years old when he got there. Now, 77, meaning not 77 when Yosef is born, 77 when he actually arrives in the Ram Naraim. Okay? And that's the idea. That's the idea. So the 14 sort of like dead years there uh, are not counted. That's the key point we're making. Now, so for what you know, he doesn't get punished in the future for those years that he spends learning. Being away from his father, Titania is about to teach us. Nimsa Yosef Shapirish may Aviv v'Asim Bushtaim Shana Kishem Shapir Shagovinu may Aviv. Okay, so he says that Yosef was away from his father twenty-two years, the same amount of time that Yaakovinu was away from his father twenty-two years. The Gemara says, "What are you talking about?" Yaakov taught him Shittag, and Yaakov was away thirty-six years from his father. So we're going to say the difference in thirty-six and twenty-two as Ella are based are David Beidaver, but Beidaver lo chashivlu. So you see that the fourteen years he's learning in yeshiva and Beidaver don't count. So so to be loved as we in Havyan. So in the end, the t- time he's in be loved in the house of love is twenty-two years. Uh, oh, sorry, as we in Havyan. Sorry, it wasn't twenty-two years; it's twenty years. So it's not twenty-two. So what's going? What is the extra two years? The Gemara says. So we have to if they figure out the calculation. So again, the key point is to say that the missing fourteen years are the years that he's in Beidaver, and that's why it's not calculated. But we said he was away twenty-two years, the same way that Yosef is away from twenty-two years. But it's only twenty years in the house of love, and that's what he says in the Torah. Ella was always after two years. Ella mishum the ishtahi ba'orcha tartinshin. He must have gotten delayed on the way for two years. How do we know that? Detanya yatsam eram na'raim ba'la lusukot ve'asasham shmanasar chodesh. He hung out. He left Aram na'raim, came to a place called Sukkot. He spent eighteen months in Sukkot. Shneimar just said ve'akum nasa Sukkota va'even lo bayit lebignei was va'even lo bayit ulebignei was Sukkot. So Yaakov leaves Sukkot. He builds a house and also for his uh, for his uh, animals. Okay. Um, Rashi points out here 
if you look at the last Rashi before the end of the parak, it starts about the page here. So he builds a house. Why you build a house? Because it's the winter season. And he says, He makes it Sukkot uh, for the summer time two times. There's two summers. So you figure two summers plus a winter, that's 18 months. So Haray Yudchet. Okay, now it's not it's not necessarily the case. I mean, if you if you if you say you start in the summer and you do a full year, you also get uh, you also have uh, it's twelve months. Figure you start after the winter time. So you do after the winter time through the summer through a second summer. That's that's eighteen months. Plus you have uh, plus you have six months where he's in a Beit El and he offers carbonot and that ends up being two years and that ends up the calculation. But the bottom line is, uh, Yosef tells us that if you station a bet, you don't cost anything of your life; it just sort of gets uh, wiped away. Anyway, Okay, Yofi, We basically reached about the halfway point of the Masechta, which is wild. One one parak is like half Masechta, but that's how it goes sometimes. Now we're on to more technical details about the reading of the Megillah, and we'll uh, we'll proceed as follows. Mishnah tells us, if you read the Megillah out of order, Lamafreya sometimes means retroactively, but here it means out of order, like you go ahead and you go back. Okay? You're not Yoti. You're not, you cannot read the Megillah out of order. If you read the Megillah um, orally, I just memorized the whole Megillah. Uh, or, or alternatively, you could say, guys, Al would also be like reading it from a source that is not uh, kosher or cloth and things like that. Kara'a uh, Targum, you read it like in a translation. Bechol Lashon, Lo Yasai, read it in any language and not Yotze. Aval, Karino Tala Lo Azod, Velaz, but you're allowed to read it to Lo Azod. The word Laz often means Lashon uh, da so it's, it's a word that means foreign language. Okay? That if you read for people who speak a foreign language in a foreign language, Halo is. Uh, sorry, sorry, you're, so you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to read it to a person who speaks a foreign language in a foreign language. Now, clearly, there seems to be a contradiction there. We just say you can only read it in one language and only in Hebrew, and uh, and uh, now we say you can read it in other languages. So, what the Gemara will deal with that, we'll deal with that later. Interestingly, if a person who speaks a foreign language and presumably not Hebrew, but they hear it Ashuri, they hear it in the Hebrew, uh, the Hebrew scripture, Yetzah, they are Yotze. Meaning, it's, not, it's interesting that you don't necessarily have to understand what you're hearing to be Yotze the reading of the Megillah, as long as you hear it in Hebrew. If you read it like in parts, this is not meaning out of order, it just means like, you know, over the course of some time with like breaks. Or if you're nodding off as you hear it, you're also Yosef. We'll discuss that more. Nodding off? Yeah, like sleeping. Yeah, like sleeping. I mean, not fully sleep, but we'll discuss like you know, the difference between fully sleeping and sort of like, you know, kind of hearing it, but like, you know, somewhat sleeping. Versus writing a Megillah. Or being Doresh, like being given like a shear on the Megillah. But like reading from the Megillah as they give the shear. Or editing a, a, a Megillah. And then, I guess as you do that, you're reading the words. If you have in mind if, uh, to be Yotze as you're doing these things, you're Yotze. If not, you're not Yotze. I mean, you decide. You know what? I'm going to write myself a Megillah. And you write a Megillah. And as you write it, you're sort of, uh, you know, reading, I guess, from a, another Megillah. So if you have in mind to be Yotze, that way you're Yotze. Okay. If it's written in these different types of dyes, like a reddish dye, these different, uh, uh, all these different, these all different types of uh, specific uh, of dyes that they're using. Alaniyar, veladiftera on paper. Uh, Diftera also is another type of uh, uh, paper. Lo yatsa, you wouldn't be yotze in that case. shurit You have to be ready in ashurit, right? The proper Hebrew font that we have on a sefer, meaning on cloth that comes from an animal, and with yo, a very particular black uh, ink that we have to use. Okay. The Gemara says as follows: From where do we know this idea that you cannot read the Megillah out of order? Amarav. 
Rabbah, to Amakra, Kichtavam Ukizmanam. The Megillah says in the Pasuk, as it is written, and according to its time. Just as according to its time cannot be out of order, meaning there's no such thing as time being out of order. Time always goes in one direction. So to the writing, may not be out of order. Okay? Uh, the Gemara says, Midi Kriya Ktiva. Wait, did it say anything about uh, Kriya? Hacha Asiya Ktiva. There it's talking about, uh, it's written about doing the mitzvah. We're not talking, that Pasuk, Kiktavam Yechizmanam, was not talking about the writing of the Megillah. It's talking about the performance of the mitzvot of uh, Purim. Right? To, to do, to perform the two days. So what are you talking about? So Ella, rather forget that. Mehacha, we have a different pasuk from here. This says, these days are remembered and performed. We juxtapose the remembrance which in our case would be like the reading of the Megillah, and to the performance of the mitzvah. Just as the performance of the mitzvah cannot be out of order, and it says they have to be at the proper time. So too, the zikhira, the mention, the reading of the Megillah, would have to be in the proper order. Okay. Now, um, one second. Mm, yeah. Okay. The Gemara says, Tom, it was taught, the same rule of uh, being in order applies to Halel, as well as Kriyashma, and also the Amida. Halal minalam. What's the source for halal? Rabba Amar dichtiv mi mizrach shemesh ad mivowo. It says in the halal from the mizrach uh, shemesh, like the eastern sky of the sun, right? That means the rising of the sun till mivowo means the setting of the sun. Again, so the idea would be that that indicates a certain passage of time that's clearly in order, right? The sun always rises in the east, sets in the west. That's how the sun works. So too, the halal would have as a whole would have to be like that. Rav Yosemar Zehayom Asa Hashem. This is the day that God made. Again, the idea would be that the word day Zehayom is like the order, the order of the day. The day has a particular order. So too, the halal has have a particular order. Rav Avyamar Yehi Shem Hashem Bevarach. Then the name of Hashem should be blessed. The key word here is Yehi. It should be. I mean, it should be the way it normally is. That's how things normally are. So it has to be the same way. From now until all time. Until the end of the, right? Literally until the end of the world. But it means for all time. Again, same thing. It's an indication of timing. And all these two games are hints, I guess, at this idea that the hollow has to be in order. We'll just do one more line. As the Bible tells us as follows, we'll stop in the middle here. It says, that you have to read the Kriyashma as it's written. Rashi says, the last Rashi in the page, the Lashon HaKodesh for the Lashon HaKher. It has to be as it's written in Lashon HaKodesh in Hebrew. You have to do the Kriyashma in Hebrew, it says Rebbe. They say every language is fine. Okay? Gemara says, by time into Rebbe. What's the reason for Rebbe? Why does he say insist on Hebrew? Amar Kral, the Pasuk says, Vehayu. It says, Vehayu, Adrei Meila. Vehayu, Vehavayatan Yehud. They should be as they are. What's the reason for Rabbanah that you can read any language? It says, listen, in any language that you can listen and understand. Otherwise not. Okay, so tomorrow we'll get into this whole discussion here. It's also Gemara and Brachot. But we'll pause here for today. Okay, well done, guys. We're, uh...